Hello, how's it going? My name's Geraint John and welcome to episode 16 of the Voice for Voice podcast recorded exclusively for your ears, not your eyes in Brixton, South London. So how's it going? Thank you for joining us. What are you doing? Sat on the train, maybe going for a run, sat on your sofa, whatever you're doing, you're more than welcome to the Voice for Voice podcast. So the purpose of this podcast is to discuss all things voice. We're up to episode 16 now, and it's been a blast, hasn't it, Will? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a really busy week, as usual, but actually, a very good week, actually. Why has it been a good week, Will? It has been, well, yeah, busy, busy, busy. Did a bit of filming the other day, uh, had a couple of good meetings, yeah, so went we to did, the dev meetup. Yeah, so we did some filming in Brixton with our film producer and we basically, yeah, just recorded a load of content, which will be live soon. And Brixton, if you haven't been, is quite a remarkable little area of London. It's got quite a rich musical heritage as well it's full of amazing little little places to eat it's quite compact and small there's an academy called Brixton Academy and yeah there's it's like big reggae kind of roots there's where our office is just by Electric Avenue where that famous famous song was written about look it up so it's uh, the clash were from Brixton I think and of course they were and yeah, it's just a really cool place to be based. So we 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 created a lot of content. So we'll we'll be putting that live soon. Obviously not on this podcast. So what are we talking about this week then, Will? Well, I thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, what we've been up to. So we went to the London Dev Meetup in Amazon in London this week. So last week we were in Cambridge. This week we were in London, and then we're going to be talking a bit about. Facebook and the new portal device, so already yeah. mired in controversy. It looks pretty good, though. Not even launched. It looks cool, but they're listening to everything you say. I know, but I can, I've been quite critical of it, actually. But at the end of the day, it's just, that's what Facebook is, isn't it? Zucks so, has never hidden away from no, that. No, to be fair, he's, he's pretty open, usually. And what did he say when uh, there was that video of him famously, wasn't it, when he launched Facebook and he said that, well, you know. He was like, yeah, people just feel comfortable sharing on here. That's, uh, <laughs> what's so great, it's a great resource to find out information about people and uh, yeah. talk with your friends. Yeah, so that if you want Zucks watching you while you're uh, making an egg sandwich, then go and buy a Facebook portal. Yeah. I, f- I feel a bit flattered that he would care what I'm up to. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He really does care. And what else are we chatting about? We are going to talk about Amazon Alexa, who are 
are the Alexa Fund who have just bought restaurant software startup Seven Rooms. So we're, so we're talking about restaurants again. Restaurants again. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Alexa trying to break out of the home into different areas. So restaurants, restaurants is a natural near one. You soon. We're going to be. It's a really interesting article about the relationship between kids and Alexa. Yeah. Which we're going to discuss. So I keep on saying my kids just use Alexa all day. I can hear them. Alexa. 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 They feel totally comfortable mm. with it, which is why this voice thing is uh, the future, man. Exactly. And it's not going away. Don't doubt it. And then we're going to have a little debate about whether we think there is room in the future for voice-only assistance. So if the new Amazon shows come out, Google Home Hub now has a screen. Do we think that screenless voice devices are going to be a thing of the past soon, or, or do we think they're going to carry on? Well, having seen the new um, the new show in Amazon on Tuesday, mm. this little thing looks awful, right? Really, yeah, we've it? got we've got the old show here, and it looks crap. It does look crap. <laughs> Is there any way that you can kind of trade it in? Are Amazon doing little I deals? I don't really? think anyone's going to pay for that now. It's it's no. like a when the new iPhone comes out. Yeah, the okay. old ones become. Well, we, could well we should we could get sent one, we really. Sell it we? in uh, Brixton Market. Yeah, we should get sent one, really. We'll get a tenner for it. Yeah, Easy. okay. And then our skill of the week. Which is very good this week, actually. It is Bamboo Maths. Yeah. So we talked about Bamboo Learning, who have branched out into different areas. They originally started with just music teaching skills. This one is maths-based, which I'm sure will be useful for me and Geraint. And then we'll be testing our weekly head-to-head and this one was inspired by the Cambridge meetup, wasn't it? The Devs meetup. Yeah. So we're going to be yeah the the in the in the the London one. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, it's confusing me there. Well, in the London Dev meetup, there's a challenge for them to build a a skill which is basically to do with local searches and local services, which is something that we've but been to do with about. exercise specifically. It's to do with exercise. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to be specific, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And yeah, so we've been saying it and saying it and saying it that people need to build skills for local services because at the moment the content just isn't there. So it would appear that that's what Amazon think as well. So cool. So the first thing is, yeah, Facebook and the portal. portal. And already a week in, they've admitted that they're going to be using data from portal to sell yeah. ads. So they've all, I mean, anyone who believed them when they said, there would be absolutely no data collected from it. You can always tell when uh, Mark naive. Zuckerberg's lying because he does, he scratches <laughs> just his uh, right eye, just like that. And uh, yeah. So they've now had to apologize for... They do a lot of apologizing. For lying, yeah, yeah. For lying, basically. And admit that actually, of course, it's listening <laughs> to what you're saying. Of course, it's They don't really data. care about you having a voice chat with your, you know, your sister who's mm, traveling around exactly, Australia. Yeah. They just want to spin ads and serve ads. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, you know, I know. I we, mean, we run Facebook ads for exactly. hundreds it's good for of us. people. It's great for us. We were, and they're really effective and it's great. And they don't cost yeah. very much money, but... We'd be out the job if people yeah, like yeah, be on didn't, the streets, but didn't collect people's data. But for average Joe, a man on the street, mm. it's perhaps not... It's less than ideal. But the question is, do we really care? And I think there are people that care and people that don't care. So it's, it's an interesting one because obviously we are probably more plugged in than the average person to these kind of things because we, we work in the kind of tech sphere so, and, we're, and we're talking about it on a podcast. But yeah, I will definitely use Facebook tonight maybe. 
So, I mean, even though we're very much aware of all this data they're taking, well, I, for one, still use it the whole time. Do you know what? I think this portal is a signal of, like, the demise of Facebook because it's it's shifting so far away from what it originally was set up to do. It's like a desperate attempt to kind of copy what Mm. Amazon and Google are doing. To me, it feels like we've already got so much stuff. Like, how can we just do something else? Well, it's called an iPhone. I've got an iPhone, and if I want to chat to someone, I can just do FaceTime. it does seem like just a bit of a time waste. Why do I want a screen? Um, I don't know. I'm not against the screen, but if you do... I mean, will we buy one to test it? I mean... It's going to be the walk of shame back from the shop, isn't it, with that? Yeah, I don't really want to... It's like $400 as well. Yeah, I know. So much money. And it it follows you around as well. It follows you around. Mark Zuckerberg just watching you, you know, in the shower. But I don't suppose you'd have it in the shower, but he'd watch you in the shower if... if, uh, You would would be mad to put it in in the shower, unless (laughs) unless you like the idea of Zuck watching. (laughs) (laughs) So the jury's out. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, because I've been quite vocal on Twitter about it, taking the piss out of it, basically. Mm. But do I really care? No, I don't really care, because I sell Facebook ads, so I need to get off my high horse and just... That's what exactly. I do, you know, so... I think that's what cynically Facebook have realised is that even after this whole supposed data scandal, everyone has collectively shrugged and so that, and just carried on using Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't use Facebook as much anymore. I use Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. I know, So I know. it's the illusion of choice, isn't it? I know, I know. And interestingly, Zuckerberg has only... This, sorry, this isn't a, a show about Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> But spin-off in, podcast yeah exactly no we're not gonna be doing that but interestingly i went on his instagram so the guy bought instagram he only recently joined instagram <laughs> he's only got like about 10 posts on it that is lame that it's is because he realizes how much data is being harvested he's yeah. like no way would i put my personal info on <laughs> so anyway jury's out do we care not really but it, completely we understand no, not really yeah okay fine something to keep an eye on so what's up next, Willie? So, Willie, uh, <laughs> Amazon Alexa Fund, who bought the Prefab Home Company last week and buy, it seems like they buy companies every week. Well, they're using the uh, Alexa Fund, aren't they? Yeah. So they're, they're not buying the It seems the bottomless, though, because it was, I thought it was only, it was 100 million, but they seem to be buying things left, right and centre. You see, I've got a theory on this. So I think that because people are not building the skills so Mm -hmm. restaurant chains like jamie oliver's and you know big 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 chains across the world are not actually investing in building the skills themselves it's like the you know the mountain coming to mohammed that sort of thing Mm -hmm. they just need to actually they need to acquire the kind of software and and speed up the process process. because i think what they were hoping was i bet you their strategy was that people would be built restaurants would be building these skills and Mm. there would be alexas everywhere and you anyway so let's talk about what actually they've done so according to seven rooms founder and ceo joel montiel integrating um, alexa technology into the company's platform will allow it to both let customers make reservations and enable waiting staff uh, to ask for help in the dining room so when we were doing our testing the other week for local restaurants and we asked Alexa to book a table at the end of the process, that's something which it could now probably do yeah. once it's integrated, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the vision is that you walk into a restaurant and here's the thing, this will only work 
because we were chatting about this earlier, this will only work if it's a familiar restaurant. So, you know, mm. if you go into McDonald's, not oh, I've only been there a couple of times, but if you go in and you you can now, when you go to the drive through you press a button and you order whatever you mm. want to order. So that's in theory voice, isn't it? You're, you're, you're not, there's no human yeah. interaction. So my theory is that this will really work in familiar restaurants where you know what you're going to order. Perhaps it won't work if, yeah, you know, you're, you're not uh, very familiar with it. Mm, I think this will be good for big chains where there's not much emphasis on personal service. So, so you go to Nando's, they just don't care. Yeah, do you they? don't really care. They don't care about you. Well, they don't Happy care about to. you so much that you just have to just go and order yeah. it. But the... if you're in a charming pizzeria on a back street of Brixton, yeah. in that scenario, I would quite like to have a human waiter. Yeah, yeah. So that, there's the thing. But people... So, like I've always said, it's about saving time and money. And, you know, at the end of the day, it, this is a way of saving people time and yeah. money. So by cutting out the waiting staff, you can use Alexa or an Alexa-enabled ordering system to, you know, to order your food, to order yeah. your um, And it's, it's part of the theme of what we've been constantly saying now. It seems that Alexa wants to be everywhere. It wants to break out of the home. It wants to be in restaurants, in workplaces. But it wants to. And the only way it seems to be doing it is by buying software companies that are already there. So it's like growth hacking, isn't it? So I think it thought that people were actually going to be building these skills and they're not. So Seven Rooms must be pretty chuffed. They got bought out. I mean, it's quite a niche software idea. Yeah, well, but it's just right time, right place. There's how well, well, well done, guys. Well done, yeah, fair play. Well done, seven rooms. Mm -hmm. I went on their website actually, and it's quite, yeah, it's quite cool what they do. It's like that kind of iPad booking reservation. You tell it's quite straightforward. It's a load of box, anyway. We don't talk about this (laughs) anyway. So, we've made made our point on this, yeah. No one's interested in that. So, fine. So, what else are we talking about? Well, there was an interesting article which I think we've we've kind of touched on the themes before, but. It was basically saying how this woman was writing how her first, I think the first, her child's first word was Alexa. You're joking. Yeah, because she um, obviously has an Alexa in her house and the child suddenly started, look, whenever she said Alexa, the child would suddenly look over it and then eventually he said it. But it, it raises an interesting issue, which is not an issue, just an interesting topic, which is how is Alexa, Alexa fate affecting children today? I think it's a good thing. Why is that? Well, because the screens in homes for kids are just, it's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. So that's the big defense, isn't it? So honestly, anything it, that so I've got decreases screen time. Kids and the mo- from the moment they wake up in the morning, mm. from the moment they wake up in the morning, they are literally requesting iPads, screen time. Yeah. It's a bloody nightmare. They're addicted to it. And then it, the punishment is we're taking the iPad away. Don't even get me started on Fortnite. Mm. That's evil. Whoever invented that, <laughs> honestly, that's really bad. My son, we, we've had to just, he even he admitted to me. He said, I, I don't think it's just quite a good idea if I only play this for a couple of hours on a Saturday. Because he's there. He's got all his mates, the headphones. So in answer to your question, I think that actually having a conversation with Alexa is much more beneficial. Mm. And okay, if there's a screen, that's fine as well. But I just think that the kids of today, 
are just totally hooked on these things and it's going to have massive it's going to affect learning development yeah. it's just because when i was young it was just mario kart a little mm. you know kart racing around a track or it wasn't probably the best game to this day well, yeah probably but it wasn't this kind of nonsense the, so, and the, the choice that they've got it does raise there was a really interesting really interesting thoughts from a guy called jonathan collins who said just as all new successful technologies are taken for granted by each generation that has never lived without them the technology's existence will be part of the fabric and foundation for that generation they will either develop and refine or reject the, t- the technologies they inherit yeah 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 that's um so that's very do true. you think that while our generation might have a few hang-ups about voice technology i would say we use them for a few things we use them for but the the use cases are quite limited i think that my theory is that the generation your children's age they will have because they've grown up with this they're going to become completely dependent on it and yeah. they're going to they're going to complete they're going to basically rely on voice technology for everything well and to consume media as well so mm. like i say reading are you going to read a newspaper anymore why just don't read it just get mm. someone to read it to yeah. you get john cleese to read it to you or something you know but seriously you'll just navigate it through voice Mm. all types of media all your favorite brands you'll just have you know all of your favorite brands will be voice enabled and you'll just buy stuff using voice what's really funny is apparently some kids think that there's a little person inside the alexas i thought there was did you no there's not it's it's technology mate Oh, no. Yeah, I AI. thought there was. I thought no. there was um, some no, no, bloke no, no, called no, Alex no. with a high-pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> They're not alive. No. No. But I think some kids have been struggling with that. Or they, well, they think it's like a person right. on, a, or like on, on a telephone or something. Right, moving on. So what else are we chatting about then, Will? So, will voice-only devices become obsolete? I think yes. Yes, definitely. So definitely, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate okay. and say no, just for the sake of the debate. Well, it, clearly, we're already seeing that Amazon and Google are pushing the show and the Google with a screen mm. massively. And it's just another way to spin ads in front of you, surely. Yeah. I yeah. mean, but do you think you lose some of the magic yes. of voice totally, technology with a totally. screen? Because even when we were testing the new show, it's mm. now you, it's touchscreen. Yeah, and you know yeah. that loses it because it's supposed to be voice navigated, yeah. and all of a sudden you can touch it. Well, that's not you can touch it. That's not voice navigated anymore. But I suppose the argument is you have to use the app, which is you know touch navigated, mm. isn't it? You know. But yeah, totally. It's all going to be screen, but you'll activate it via voice, but you'll be able to see it as yeah. well, which is no bad thing. But it it was interesting at the London Dev Meetup the other day because. They were talking about some of the challenges of having to program for screens as well. Because they're used to just doing conversation design. But now they have to go back to moving kind of little icons left and right and all the kind of visual stuff, which they said they haven't had to do recently. Yeah, of course. And they keep on bringing out these new devices. So for coders and devs, it's... You know, it's a nightmare, isn't it? You have to keep up to date with the latest protocols. Yeah, it kind of actually makes it really difficult. It does, yeah. Because the screen is limited at the moment. It's not like an iPad where you can do all this cool stuff. You have to kind of balance well, the, new one the is. capabilities of the screen with... But the new with, one looks like an iPad, doesn't it? It's it, not quite. I, 
it would be interesting to know from a dev's perspective. Or were you just at the back drinking beer and eating <laughs> a pizza whilst I was watching it? Oh, you, you naffed off, actually, didn't you? No. <laughs> no. He did. Was, um... No, he didn't really. He did. Anyway, moving on. So we, we're thinking that the future is definitely screens, definitely screens. And but it's a shame in a, in a way that I think... I think it is. It seems to be moving too quickly without there being people creating the amazing killer skills. Mm. I'm just feeling a little bit. I don't know if you are that it's like lacking a little bit at the moment that somebody I'm feeling it that I've been really involved in this for like 12 months now and there just needs to be that wow skill and we're Mm. reviewing these skills. We're reading the news every day where and there just needs to be that killer skill that just ignites the public consciousness and enthusiasm mm. and we've got all these devices in our houses and everyone downloads it and suddenly boom you know yeah i mean the opportunity is just crazy i know and i'm meeting i keep on saying this but i'm meeting huge huge household brands and the reaction that i'm getting every time is uh, we haven't got a budget for this. Mm. Um, it'll be in next year's budget. What's the KPI? And then it's only a couple of innovative marketing managers. Yeah. Virgin who, Trains. Yeah, but you... Lego. Yeah, exactly. BBC. Yeah, well, the BBC, yeah. So they will follow suit, but it's going to take time. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. So speaking of incredible skills that ignite the public consciousness exactly what is our skill of the week so the skill of the week is bamboo math so it's it's an american skill we mentioned this the other week didn't we yeah and i think the alexa fund invested in it yeah they did and they're expanding the remit and it's quite good quite good timing because i'm helping my uh son with his math so Mm. i'm terrible at maths well i'm just so bad bad? like worse than him and it's how old is he again like he's like 11 on Saturday and he is better than me at maths and he just looks at me and I get really like stressed I get really stressed it's, it's fresh like, in his memory though yeah he just thinks he's doing it uh, every day yeah no anyway anyway so enough about me and my uh, woes let's <laughs> um, let's chat let's about this go. bad boy yeah so Alexa enable bamboo math welcome back to bamboo math you are on edition level one ready it's about my level yes Edition number one. Here we go. What is two plus two? I got this. Four. Ooh. Good job. Oh. Are you ready? Yes. What is one plus three? I got this again. Five. What that's, would you like to do? That's wrong. Or repeat. That's I, wrong. You realise. Re- repeat. <laughs> what would you like to do? One plus three is. I know that will. Repeat. Repeat. Here is your problem again. What is I was trying to do the wrong one, one plus three? Four. Nice. Skip a level. Ready for another problem. Skip a level. What would you like to do? Skip or repeat? Skip. Okay. Oh, Let's you can say. Question. Okay, Alexa. Harder. You are now at addition level two. Ooh. Ready? Alexa. Harder. You are now at edition level three. Alexa. Ready? Oh, yeah. Harder. <laughs> that sounds a bit dodgy. <laughs> yeah. You are now at edition level four. Okay, here we go. Yeah, this will be interesting. Level. Yeah. Yes. What is four plus five? <laughs> Nine. Nine. Okay. 
Would you like to try a new problem? No, Alexa, harder. What would you like to do? Skip or repeat? Skip to level 10. You aren't currently working on a problem. Would you like a new one? No. So I think we get the idea. Yeah. It's actually really good, this, because there's loads of like, all right, okay, all right, enough. Alexa, stop. (laughs) Because there's loads of like... Goodbye and thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're okay. Okay, okay, all right, yeah. Please tell your friends to try it by saying, Alexa, enable bamboo math. Fine, we'll give you a shout out on Twitter. But so there's quite a lot of technology companies like, I'm trying to think what they're called, but... You know, maths, Mathletics is one where they basically, f- it's an online company who have salespeople that go around schools selling them. Mm. And it's pretty cool. You have a login and you, it's just a way of just doing maths questions. Yeah. And that's, you know, really effective. So this is just another way, if kids are using voice, then this is just another way of practicing your maths, which is yeah. a good thing. I think that's what... Uh, it- Teaching is a really good thing for voice because it's interactive. You're speaking rather than clicking on a screen. So I think there's huge potential. Exactly. And then there's no need for teachers then. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, you yeah. You can fire them all. Yeah, exactly. So you have to find something else to do. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we Mr. Don't mean Smith. That. We don't do that. You'll never amount to anything, guaranteed. Yeah, well, you know, the voice for voice. Yeah. Yeah, so Bamboo Learning, well done. We'll reach out to you on Twitter. You're our skill of the week this week. So it's nice to see companies. A skill. A good skill. Good skill. Nice to see companies, you know, creating these skills. We uh, applaud your uh, forward thinkingness. And I'm sure in two to three years when the screens are developed, you know, you'll be kicking ass and taking on the big kind of mathletics type company. So well done. And I guess it's now time for our head to head. Head to head. Yeah, yeah. So it's we normally order. Yeah, it's great. So we're gonna we normally order pizzas and stuff like that. So we're not gonna do that mm. this time. We're inspired by the Alexa Dev London meetup. We are actually gonna go to a fit uh, try and book a fitness class. So I'm really into my fitness at the moment. Are yeah. you well? I did my first exercise for about two months yesterday. Oh wow. Felt good, actually. Yeah, no, it's good. Felt really good. It's very important, listeners, to exercise. Yeah. I reckon the best advice anyone ever gave me was do an hour's worth of exercise five times a week. Five times a week. Which is what I do. Sounds a bit much. I know, but when you get a bit older like me, you have to. Yeah, fair enough. You know, so... So, just to clarify, we... If you're a dev out there, there is a, a challenge which is to help people find exercise in your local area. So... If you're into a niche sport, might doesn't have to be niche, I guess. But like, well, he's probably into fencing or something. You I actually, I bet you fencing, are. No, yeah. I bet you are. Yeah. Did you know that? Well, I can guess. <laughs> I can guess. Um, yeah. Not anymore. I'm not so even yeah. not going to say what Will was listening to on Spotify the other day. Am I allowed to say? You can. You can say if you want. I'm it was something like Romanian. Russian choral music. Russian choral. Yeah. Gregorian now, chanting. Mate. That's just weird. It's. I'll send you a few songs. No, you should. You should have a no. listen before you knock it. No, no. That's I'm just. No. Anyway, moving on. Let's do the. Uh, let's do the head to head. We're going to test. We're going to try and book a exercise class in yeah. in where we are in Brixton, London. So let's try the one that starts with A first. Alexa, find me a spin class in Brixton. Hmm. I don't know that. 
Alexa, find me a spin class near me. Here are a few popular oh, ones. Okay. Oh, all right. Redeemed. Cycle beat. Boom cycle on Lombard Court. Oh, yelp. Okay. The Aptitude Center. Interesting. Boom cycle on Proctor Street. Okay, so Alexa, what? Call boom cycle on Proctor Street. I couldn't find boom cycle Proctor Street in your list of contacts or mm. devices. Okay, fine. That's fine. That's good. So well done. It's linked up to Yelp. Really so. interesting. We talked about Yex's integration, yeah. which is an offshoot. So it's working of Yelp, and where for those of you who can't see, well, none of you can because it's a podcast. There is a star rating under each of these, which is done by Yelp. So already we're starting to see that influence there, which is interesting to see. All right, should we give Google a go? Yeah, so let's get, are you going to do this, Will? Oh, you did laugh the last time that you spoke to Google, so maybe I should. Maybe um, you should, yeah. Okay. Hey, Google, find me a spin class near me. I found a few places within 5.9 miles. The first one is Fuse Consultancy Services, 234 to 244 Stockwell Road, London. The second one is Brixton Recreation Centre, Better Gym, 27 Brixton Station Road, London. Hey, hey Google. The third. Call them. <laughs> I found a few places within 5.9 oh. miles. The first one is Fuse Consultancy Started Services, started again. 234 to 244 Stockwell Road, London. Call them. The second hey, Google. Call them. Call the first one. Sure. Since this is your first call with Google Home, here are a couple of notes. First, emergency numbers are not available. At the end of your call... Why would they not have emergency numbers available? No Imagine that. Use consultancy services on Stockwell Road in London. Here we go. We're going to call them now, listeners. Okay. Brilliant. I'm going to try and hold it together on this one. Hello? Hi, mate. I'm just uh, ringing about some spin classes. Do you do spin classes? Yes, yes, I, we do on a Saturday morning at the moment. Okay, so there's none in the week. Yeah. Uh, how much is the spin class? It's £7 a class. And do I have to join? Um, no, you can do pay as you go. Um, all you need to do is go into the website, um, fill out an account, and then do pay as you go, and that's it. Oh, wicked. Oh. All right. Thank, thanks, mate. Thanks for your help. I'll see you on Saturday. All right, thanks very much. Bye. Bye. See, when I ring, mm, yeah. I don't childishly giggle like what I did <laughs> last week. I just, like a real man, I just see the conversation through, and he had no idea that he was mm. live on um, the world's pre- premier voice technology podcast. I know. He is gonna, he would lose his mind. But he will he know as well, because obviously his mates are gonna say, God, oh my God, what is are that you doing you? on that podcast? That oh God, I thought there was something up. Uh, I thought I recognised him. <laughs> it was that Will, producer Will. <laughs> yeah, wow. anyway. So that brings to a close episode 16 of the Voice for Voice podcast. Now, Gosh. listen Keep up. going. Just yeah, like just keep going. Headache. Yeah. <laughs> We need you to do a couple of things. Right, so firstly, review us on iTunes. There's Mm. 16 reviews. We need you to review us. We need you to follow me on Instagram, GeraintJohn underscore, on on Twitter, GeraintJohn, and just let us know what you think of the show. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, we're loving the feedback so far. Yeah, actually, loads of people are loving it. Quick quick shout-out to a mysterious commenter who... uh, who quite rudely emailed about the sound quality of this podcast. He said in a very 
very unfriendly way that he was going to stop listening for a few episodes until it was sorted out. But, I mean, we haven't changed anything. So <laughs> if you're listening now, well, well, just have a nice day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have if, a nice day. If you're listening, we're sorry that we disappointed yeah. you. Anyway, have a lovely day. Thank you very much. That's it. Thank you. Good.